These are the mistakes that broke people make, which keep them in scarcity spirals. If you want to feel abundant, if you want more wealth, if you want to have money in vast amounts to the point where you don't have to worry about it, financial independence, financial freedom, then you need to fix these behaviors because they will keep you poor. The first one is that broke people don't act their income meaning that they live above their means. Now, the reason why this is such a big problem is because even if you increase your income or invest some money or make good financial decisions overall, you could still ruin everything just by making this one mistake. There are so many people who have made millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions and have just blown it all. So if you can't save $100 out of $1,000, it's unlikely that you're going to save 1,000 out of 10,000, 10,000 out of 100,000, so on and so forth. That's why you want to start to behave congruently from the beginning. Regardless of where you are right now in terms of income, you wanna make sure that there's a percentage of it that you're putting away, that you're not living above your means, and that you're actually being smart with the financial decisions that you're making early on. You see, more income is going to amplify who you are and what you're doing. If you make more, you'll probably do even more of what you're currently doing or at a higher scale or at a higher level. So if you get this right now, then you're going to crush it as your income continues to increase. And that is of course the second big mistake that broke people make they don't increase their income. They stay in the same income bracket for their entire lives and they hope for a raise and they pray that maybe one day they can make a little bit more money. You have to upgrade your skills. You have to upgrade your value to the marketplace. There's a reason why we call it a ladder. It's, you know, you're supposed to go up, right? Not just get comfortable on one step and stay there. So if you're making 50K a year, 100K a year, 200K a year, it doesn't matter. You wanna to continue to bring that number up. You don't just wanna stop and go, okay, well, yeah, here I am. Just barely scraping by, barely having enough. Of course, there might be a level that you'll wanna settle on. I'm not saying that you should constantly pursue more income, but of course, to match the lifestyle that you want and also to be able to save and create long-term wealth and even generational wealth, you're probably going to need to increase your income. So look at the different ways that you can maybe add another stream or how you can get better at what you're already doing or do something slightly different that might be way more profitable. And that's how you have to start to think and to behave if you're going to get wealthy. The third one, big, big, big mistake that people make that keeps them poor ongoingly is the victim mindset. Now, if you get into a victim mindset when it comes to money and you feel like you are at the mercy of society or the country that you live in, you're going to run into a lot of trouble. And you might say, well, Raphael, easy for you to say, you're from Norway, right? That's a wealthy country. It's relatively easy to make a decent income and survive, but pretty much all my wealth has been built by marketing and running a business online. So that's not really an argument. We all have access to that. We can all use that resource. I started with a cheap Android HTC phone, I think it was, and I was just recording myself and talking to the camera and I started building a brand. Look, you can do anything. It's not about the resources. It's the resourcefulness that you have, the ability 
to make something even seemingly out of nothing. Pull from within you, go deeper. Don't just settle for this kind of mediocrity where you accept that this is how things are and I'm not going to make more and this is why and this is why and this is why. Don't buy into your own bullshit and definitely do not buy into other people's bullshit about how much you can make or how that's unrealistic or that's never going to happen for you. Let that all drop. That's what I had to do. And then I went from broke janitor to making multiple six figures doing what I love. It's not that difficult. The process itself was actually fairly easy and not that much work necessarily. It doesn't have to be anyway, unless you're fighting on your own and trying to figure it all out yourself, of course, which does make it a ton harder. And by the way, on that note, before we move on to the next point, I just wanted to let you know that if you want some extra help, uh, exclusive resources and also trainings that I'll be releasing, make sure to go to easiergrowth.com and submit your request to join my free community where I'll be posting some pretty cool stuff here coming soon. Again, if you wanna take advantage of that free community, just go to easiergrowth.com. Now let's move on to the fourth big mistake that broke people make, and it is to fixate on one solution. Meaning they don't think about another route, another alternative way to accomplish their goal. They think this is the vehicle or this is the path and it only works like this. I'll show you an example. When I was starting out, I thought, okay, the way that I would reach people and build my business would be to speak on stage. So I would visualize myself speaking in front of thousands of people, which since then I have done, but I thought that that's how I was going to get my big break. I was going to be on stage, lots of people would see me, gain awareness about what I was doing, and then I would start getting lots of clients and my business would explode. And what happened instead is, you know, was, sorry, I made a collaboration with somebody on YouTube, a channel that had about 10,000 subscribers. And it cost me $100 to have him edit the video for me and also he ended up posting it on his channel. That thing went viral and got half a million views and I filled out my business very, very quickly just from that one decision, that one change. Before that, I had this long path in my head that was going to take years and it was going to be really difficult to convince somebody to finally have me on as a speaker. And then from these big viral hits, I ended up getting invited to speak and I ended up getting so many clients. So what I'm saying is success often looks different in your head than how it actually plays out. And if you're not open to the possibility that it might work differently than what you have going on in your mind as a visualization, then you're blocking yourself up and you're creating a situation where you can't progress. My big breakthrough really, where I had that idea to even do that in the first place, was just when I let go, I was, literally, I was having a shower and it just popped into my head and I realized this might work, this might be pretty cool. I didn't expect that much from it to be honest, but it exploded and then I did another and another and before you know it, you know, I had filled out my client list, I had more demand that I could handle and things just continued to grow and scale from there. So I want you to understand that growth and success often comes in a different shape than what we imagine it to. And often we're trying to replicate or copy somebody else's success. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. You know, success leaves cues and uh, clues. You wanna make sure that you take advantage of those and uh, you know, you, you do model what works. But at the same time, you wanna make sure that you stay open because you might have an original or different idea. And if you're always shutting it down and thinking with a one-track mind, this is the only way it'll work, then you're probably blocking yourself off from getting the thing that you want. Now, the fifth mistake that broke people make is that they have broke friends. 
And this makes sense because birds of a feather flock together. You probably heard that. If you have people around you who are just poor and struggle with money and always seem to not have money and find a way to lose it as soon as they get it or you know just spend it and waste it, then chances are you'll probably get drawn into similar decision making. I'm not saying you can't you know, fight against your environment and stand out and still succeed if you're in a place where maybe people aren't typically very wealthy, that you can't break out from there and, and do incredibly well, but typically people who perform well financially and make good financial decisions have other people around them who do the same thing, right? And that's why you see this gap in society between the 0.1% and then you have everybody else struggling, right? Like there is some level of a middle class, but there is such a big gap between people who really, really crush it financially and people who struggle their entire life. And financial literacy is so important. You're not going to get that if you don't surround yourself with other people who are really working on this area of their life and taking it seriously and genuinely progressing week by week, month by month, and year by year, you should be seeing consistent progress and steps in the right direction. If you're worse off this year than you were last year, then please examine your circle and really question yourself on whether or not it's good for you to be around the people that you're around, especially for the amount of time that you spend with them. That's the most important thing, right? You could still have people that you love and care about who maybe aren't very wealthy, but do you wanna have conversations with them about what you should do with your finances? Chances are no. So try to stay away from that and try to get into circles where people who are already getting the kind of results that you want are hanging out. The next mistake that broke people make and that you gotta fix for yourself if you're going to progress is they don't spend on improving. So they don't mind spending money on a new gadget or something exciting, something that releases dopamine, maybe even a great experience. But typically, they don't really invest in themselves. Now don't get me wrong, I've bought some bad courses and bad books and bad programs that I didn't really enjoy and that didn't really get me the greatest results. However, if I hadn't bought those bad ones, I would have never found the good ones that gave me massive breakthroughs, right? Some of the programs that I've invested in, some of the coaches that I've had, some of the books that I've read have completely changed the trajectory of my life, have created such financial independence and freedom for me that really could have never happened if I didn't invest in me. You gotta do it. Find people who you believe can really help you go to the next level and progress. Get around them, pay them for whatever offers they have, and learn from it and grow from it. There's a lot of weird stuff going on on the internet nowadays where people are bashing course creators or bashing people who sell programs and things like that. And some of it is probably fairly justified because there are some weird scammers out there. But just make sure you do your research, you know, make sure that you can maybe even genuinely talk to the people that have already learned from them or the person themselves, the actual teacher, and that's gonna help you out a ton. So just try to get into those environments and look out for red flags, of course. You don't wanna invest into something sketchy or weird. Make sure you do your own research and that you're smart with your decision-making and what you invest into. But if somebody has a really proven track record, is good at what they do, and you like their work, spend on it because it's going to make you more serious and committed and you're going to take more action. That's the thing about spending money on improving yourself. If you pay, you pay attention. And I'm not just telling you, it's the same for me. 
when I watch a free YouTube video, sure, might get some value from it. It's pretty good. Sometimes you can get some great advice. You know, it's actually really useful. A lot of great things I've learned from it. But when I pay for a program, well, I gotta show up. I gotta get my money's worth, right? I gotta really do the work because now I've invested into it. And so you want to take advantage of that cognitive bias. You want to leverage that and not see it as something bad and to try to avoid or get away from. Most of the time, that's when you've been burnt once or twice and then you start to think, ah, oh, this is not worth it. For example, I remember reading one bag, uh, one horrible actually, personal development book, I won't name it, or the author, I don't want to bash anybody, but yeah, it was not good. And for about three months, I just didn't want to read anything because it was such a bad experience and it just threw me off completely. It made me kind of feel sick and confused. I just didn't like what was going on in there. I didn't agree with the viewpoints. And uh, yeah, it just put me off books for a while. So you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you're continuing to educate yourself, continuing to improve. It doesn't have to be books, it can be courses, it can be audiobooks, can be videos, even if it's free videos. It's better that you're working on yourself and improving and learning something than not doing it at all. You gotta do something, whatever you can afford, whether it's your time or your money, put it in, learn from people who are already crushing it and you're gonna progress way, way faster. The final one and the most important one really, if you're going to create long-term wealth and take advantage of the eighth wonder of the world, compound interest, people who stay broke, they don't invest young. And young is, you know, all based on where you are now. Today, you're younger than you'll ever be in the future, right? I mean, it sounds stupid, but hopefully you're with me. If you invest now, it's the earliest that you can do relative to your timeline, because up until now, if you hadn't done it yet, this is the youngest that you can start. So just start investing. My initial investments were in index funds. I read the book Unshakable by Tony Robbins, amazing resource, really loved it. And just follow the strategy and it's been really great. It just continues to yield, average about 20 to 30% a year returns on my index funds, which is amazing, really better than I even expected. And then I've invested in cryptocurrency and uh, yeah, individual stock picks as well, such as Tesla. So. You just wanna pick what you believe in and what you understand. If you don't understand any of them, I would recommend a book like Unshakable by Tony Robbins because it's the most beginner-friendly way to invest in the long run. And it's more automated and less thinking and decision-making around it. So it's truly passive income. If you're into real estate, great. Whatever floats your boat, you know, you pick your investment vehicles that you believe in and that you like. And uh, I'm definitely not a financial advisor, so just do whatever you think is best for you. But it's important that you start early because even $500 a month or even $100 a month compounded over the course of 30 years, you're bound to retire as a millionaire, even with the smallest amount and a multi, multi-millionaire if you let it run for longer or if you put more in. It's just inevitable. Doesn't matter how much you make, doesn't matter if your income's super high, if you just start early and let it run for enough years, you let time do its wonderful magic, you will win. And I want that for you. So make sure you do it. Quickly, to recap, why do people stay broke? They don't act their income, they don't increase their income, they have a victim mindset, they blame everything else, they fixate on one solution and one approach, they have broke friends and they are in circles of people who really aren't working on their wealth and aren't committed to it. And then they don't spend on improving themselves and they also 
don't invest when they're young. Fix these seven mistakes and you, my friend, will be much wealthier and will do way better in the financial area of your life. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the next one.